know, we've got these nine Americans from all different walks of life who normally they wouldn't even have a conversation with one another. Uh, and they're forced to, to live together, to work together, to sleep together, to eat together uh, every day. And for, for 21 straight days out in the Pacific Ocean floating on this 60 by 40 foot raft. Hi there and welcome in to a brand new week of Celebrity Salute. Dedicated to the men and women who serve our country in active duty, our veterans and their families. We're here for you. God bless you. We love you. On each episode, we look for people and stories with some connection to these heroes. I'm Randy Miller. Nate Boyer is a U.S. Army Green Beret football player and actor. After serving six years and multiple tours for the Army in Iraq and Afghanistan, Boyer played college football as a walk-on at the University of Texas despite never having played a down of organized football in his life. He was signed by the Seattle Seahawks as an undrafted free agent in 2015 and formed a fantastic nonprofit called MVP, Merging Vets and Players. We are honored to have Nate Boyer join us here on Celebrity Salute. But now he's back. uh, He's hosting a new reality show called Survive the Raft, which looks fascinating. Nate, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing, sir? Man, I'm doing great. It's great to talk to you again. And, uh, of course, thank you for your service as always. You know, this uh, this new show, <laughs> this is really interesting to me. It's uh, it's based on a 1973 social experiment to see if humans could work together as a peaceful, unified group to achieve a common goal. <laughs> that hasn't happened in a while. No, and that's, you know, that's what's so important about the show, like – in a time, in a divisive time, 2023, uh, you know, we're trying to find ways to show people what's possible and show one another that, you know, despite our differences, which are great, uh, there's still room for us to work together. And we kind of have to uh, to survive life. Yeah. So in Survive the Raft, you know, we've got these nine Americans from all different walks of life who normally they wouldn't even have a conversation with one another. Uh, and they're forced to to live together, to work together, to sleep together, to eat together uh, every day. And for, for 21 straight days out in the Pacific Ocean floating on this 60 by 40 foot raft. Wow. Uh, and then, you know, there's other challenges that they have to do together and they've got to work together. And it reminds me of Team Week and the Special Forces training that we had to do. And, I was just going to you know, say, it sounds like the yeah, military. There, There is a lot to that, you know, and I think that's why uh, it makes sense for me to, to, to host this series because I spent time in – you know, I was 10 years in the special forces and I was in five years playing football. And that locker room is a very diverse place, you know, aside from it being all men in both of those worlds. So I'm learning a lot too, as far as like, this is, it's not just, uh, you know, this is obviously a mix of men and women. Um, But even in those worlds, like the the conversations that would come up and, you know, the, some of the arguments that would come up and sometimes people didn't even like each other, but Right. <laughs> we were willing to, you know, we're willing to take a hit on the field or take a bullet for one another. Like right. there's, there's something bigger than those differences. Um, when you're, when you're under high stress and when there's something at stake and you really care about completing the mission. And I think that that's what we can all learn from survive the raft. And you know, Nate, that is all true. The only difference is when you're on a ship you know, when you're in a locker room, you can go home. On a ship, <laughs> you can't go anywhere. Yeah. And, and I also love the idea that at the end of each episode, they have uh, the chance to get rid of one of the participants and bring on somebody new, right? Yeah, yeah. They have a swap opportunity every episode. So, you know, we start with nine, and then and then as it as it goes, uh, you know, somebody's got to go home. 
Uh, they got to build the strongest team possible. And then a new person is introduced every episode. And it's like, is this person, you know, going to add value to our crew? Uh, and if so, if, if we feel like this is the best that we have to add this person for the best chance of us all to survive the trip, then they've got to make a really tough decision and somebody's got to, got to leave, you know? And, <laughs> and that's, I mean, that's, that's the challenge there. But I think, you know, what you just said about going home, you know, in football, I got to do that. You have to leave the locker room and go home. In the military, you're on a deployment. You don't. You know, you're in that team room. Right. You're in that team room. Uh, and I can't even imagine, just speaking of, you know, floating, uh, being on a submarine or, a, or, a, or a, you know, an, on a Navy ship and being out to sea for six months or a year or whatever. Mm. Like, I can't even imagine yeah. that. Like, so this is, this is like uncharted territory for me in a lot of ways as well. You know, we've we've talked to a bunch of those submariners on the show, and yeah. uh, they are unique people. I mean, you have to be have a certain mindset to be uh, locked down in a situation like that and know that you're going to be there. But they all seem to love it. I mean, they they absolutely love it. It's a totally different you have to. reality. <laughs> you right? have to. Yeah, I mean, right. Yeah. If you don't, I don't know how you get through that. Like, it's crazy. It's My, my, my grandfather was, you know, he served in World War II, and he was in the Pacific uh, on a sub. Uh, so he was, you know, same kind of thing. But the stories he tells, you know, he doesn't – never these com- these stories really complaining about those conditions, you know. It was it was always uh, – it was always, the you know, the – the fun that he had, the friendships that he made, um, you know, the missions that he was on. And I mean, he was terrified and, you know, they were, they were, they were at war, but, uh, at the same time, like that's what he remembers, like that camaraderie that's kind of built out of that. You know, I mean, it takes a certain kind of person. Uh, Yeah. That's why, (laughs) you know, we're fortunate to, to, to be a part of this, uh, this military, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's the greatest, I, I, I believe it's the greatest country in the world. And I believe that our military is by far, you know, superior because of the men and women that are willing to sacrifice and the, the, the quality of people by and large that we get uh, to join our armed forces and volunteer for that. Hey, I want to talk to you about your organization, Merging Vets and Players. Uh, it's a nonprofit you co-founded with uh, Fox Sports personality, Jay Glazer, who's been on the show also. And uh, what a great idea this is. And, and, and we talk about this all the time. We've interviewed uh, a lot of uh, current and, and former players. And there is right. there is a, 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 a commonality uh, that goes along with that. I mean, you're talking about your teammates, uh, you know, the guys alongside you in combat. Uh, talk about that a little bit, if you will. Yeah, merging vets and players. Uh, we call it MVP for short. Just like you said, we bring together combat vets and former professional athletes, and we help them find purpose and identity when the uniform comes off. You know, one thing that that we all have in common uh, within the military and veteran communities, excuse me, <laughs> the veteran and athlete communities, is uh, that that you know that we have that uniform we identify with we've got that locker room or that team room that is so special to us those relationships the camaraderie the friendship the brotherhood all of that stuff uh we we you know we're shoulder to shoulder working together towards a common goal much like survive the raft we've got people from all different walks of life who believe different things and think differently and have different experiences uh but we put that aside to work together and both of those careers, too, they typically end at a pretty young age. So you feel like, you know, you peaked at a very young age. I mean, the average NFL career is three years, uh, just yeah. for example. And, and when we work with all athletes, but same with a lot of people in the military. I mean, like you're over there, you could be 18 years old or sometimes younger right. and you're over there 
at war, you know, fighting for your country alongside other people and risking your life. And, you know, uh, for the, for this person that you maybe met last week and now you're on a deployment with them and you know, you're, 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 you do anything for that person. Like that's a very unique thing. And, and having that purpose and identity and, um, and responsibility. And then it's, yeah, you, sometimes these people that, you know, once again, they're in three years as well, maybe. And they come back, maybe they went to, maybe they went overseas two or three times um, and fought for their, their country and they, and they come back and it's like, they're still, they're in their early twenties and they, they're trying to figure out how to fit back into society. And the reality is like, you're not going to fit in in a normal way. And that's not bad. That's a good thing. The fact that you're different and you've got this skill set and these, these things that you've survived and, um, you know, the, the experiences that you bring to the table and, and, uh, there's just the resiliency, the, all these things that a lot, the normal, the normal person doesn't, doesn't have. And it's often looked about, looked on uh, by, a, we do it to ourselves a lot, but it's like, well, I, I you know, I, I don't know how to, like, I'm, I'm not smart. I'm not good enough. I, mm. you know, I was just in the military, you know, like, I don't know how to do, uh, you know, I'm not, I, I don't know how to do whatever this next job is or skill is like, I don't have that in my back pocket. I don't have a college degree or whatever. And it's like, well, Hey, you can go get one and whatever you want. B, even if you don't like, you can go do anything. Like anything right, is absolutely right. possible. And you've got, there's so many intangibles that you have that other people don't have. And society by and large appreciates you and looks at you in a different way uh, with, with respect and, and understanding that like you've got so much to bring to the table. So we're just trying to shift that narrative, you know, away from, um, you know, stuff like survivor's guilt with ice, which I struggled with, you know, and, rem- and remembering that like, yeah, it's, it's, you did survive, but you have survivor's responsibility as well. So That's it's like, cool. what are you going to do with this now? Like, how are you going to honor those people that didn't make it back or the ones that did make it back that are struggling? You know, what are you going to do to continue to be a leader and come out of that? Or, or you know, you don't want to be sucked into that that negative space that a lot of us get to. Cause I was there too. And, 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 you know, it's something that we all got to battle day in and day out. That's just the human experience. Um, but there's just so much value in our men and women that, that, uh, that are serving and that have served that a lot of times we don't see because of, you know, the, the humility that's been banging into our heads and mm-hmm. being part of a team. And it's not me, it's we, all those things are true. Uh, but there's just so much value in that individual as well that we've got to remember. Man, well said. Well said, Nate. Thank you so much. And listen, uh, uh, best of luck with Survive the Raft. This is really, it's a fascinating adventure for these individuals on the Discovery Channel. Thank you so much for the time, Nate, and continued great success. Thank you so much. Yes, please. Please watch us, you know, Sunday nights, 9 Eastern on Discovery, but you can can stream on Max as well if you need to catch up on episodes and and watch it that way. But I'd love people to watch this. I think it's really good for for everybody to have an opportunity to, you know, experience this, uh, this social experiment, uh, and, and kind of see this microcosm of folks that normally, like I said, are talking about it. <laughs> wouldn't even talk to each other. <laughs> right. They wouldn't even talk to each other. And now they gotta, they gotta love each other, man. So yeah, it's, it's yeah cool. this is, this is not Gilligan's Island. This is, <laughs> this is a real deal. No, it's, it's real. It's real. It is. Oh, that's so cool. Nate, thank you so much. You've been listening to Celebrity Salute. Celebrity Salute is produced by Brainstorm Media and distributed by National Defense Network with host Randy Miller and executive produced by Nate Heron. Be sure to visit us at nationaldefensenetwork.com. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also say, Alexa, play the National Defense Network podcast.